Hello and welcome to Adventures of an Adult Onset Hunter. I'm Colin Cordell, your host, and this is Episode 2. So today we'll be tackling a couple of things. One, how to start hunting if you never have before and as an adult you're interested in trying. And two, the importance of public lands. So let me get started with the first thing, and, and the reason this podcast is here is adult onset hunting. Now, as you may know or may not, it's a growing movement of people who are interested in hunting to get closer to their heritage or their food or, in my case, to provide food for my family that I know where it came from and not just be buying it from a store but part of the process. And I really enjoy going out and and into the wilderness and finding this, even if I don't bring anything back. Just the time outdoors is fantastic. Now, I've had the opportunity to hunt with many people, children and adults, friends and family. And it's by far one of the most enjoyable things I've done. Now, I got started, as I mentioned previously, that my father-in-law drove me into this. So if you're interested and you have family that hunts but isn't necessarily your parents or your grandparents and you weren't brought up in hunting, that's one way to get started. Another is to look through a friend. I drug a couple of my friends into this. I got started a few years ago with my buddy TJ, and we both got drawn for deer. And other than seeing a couple of does, we didn't see anything, but we had a great time. And then I drug my buddy Doug in, and that happened right after he moved back to Arizona from Washington. So most of the stuff that I'm going to cover deals with Arizona as far as legally and and permits and things like that, because that's the only thing I really know about. Feel free to research your own state, or if you have questions, I'll help you navigate it. Um, But I know Arizona pretty well. Then, after learning about all that and dragging people in, I got interested in hunting conservation groups. And so I joined the local chapters of the Mule Deer Foundation and the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation to start with. And through experiences of those, I know if I had questions, I could reach out to members of those organizations, and they would help me. They could help me take out, find spots to hunt, uh, learn more about hunting and field processing and all that stuff. And then beyond that, other organizations that you might look into if you don't have friends that can take you or family that can take you, uh, Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, Ducks Unlimited, Uh, Rocky Mountain Bighorn, any of those, and there's way more than I can even think about, will take you. I also happen to belong to a few Facebook groups, and those folks would be more than willing to take people out hunting as well. You just have to reach out to them. It may start with a conversation over coffee. It may not start with, hey, I really want to go hunting, can we go out tomorrow? There's a lot to learn before that, and you may need a lot of things before you get there. But it's a great place to start. And those interested in hunting, it's a fascinating thing to get into because you learn so much more about nature through the pursuit of it than you can learn reading out of a book or visiting a museum or a zoo or anything like that. Absolutely highly recommend just taking time out in nature. It's a fun and fascinating time. 
Now, once you find that person to help take you out, then you're going to be looking for where to go, and that's where the legal ramifications come in. Make sure you get your hunting license. If you're going for a big game species, uh, you're probably going to need a tag or a permit of some kind. Some states you can buy them over the counter. Some states you have to put in for a lottery drawing. Arizona is a lottery state. The lottery drawings go at different times. Right now, we're getting ready for fall deer, um, sheep, buffalo, and a few other species coming up in June. And one of my wife's colleagues approached me and said, Hey, my husband wants to start hunting. Can he come with you on your fall elk hunt with your buddies? Of course, anyone's welcome. How else are we going to get him started? And so we're going to get in on that and bring him in and take him out to experience, see if that's something he really wants to do. Now, the interesting thing about him is his wife is vegetarian. But that's okay. He can still eat the meat. His son will eat it. He can share it with friends. And sharing of wild game meat goes back millions of years. As long as there have been people, the sharing of the meal has been important. And so hunting is another way for us to share that kind of thing with our friends and families. Now on to the next part of the podcast. Public lands. There's a movement out there called Keep It Public. And a couple of guys who aren't necessarily hunters, but I think one of them is, started this movement because we want to keep public lands in public hands and federally owned. And the reason we were opposed to this federal ownership or giving up of federal lands to the states is because the states in their constitutions have to sell the land if they cannot make a profit from it. Well, if there's a fire or something else happens, that's the first thing that's going to go. They're going to sell that land. And once it's sold from the states, it's gone. No one can access it again. And out here in the West, there's millions upon millions of acres of federally owned land in the ownership of Bureau of Land Management, Forest Service, National Parks, and others. Not all of that is huntable, but it's still all federally owned and belongs to all of us. So it's, in my view, important that we keep it. Now in Arizona, we have state public land. It's not really public, though. It's state trust land. You go on the website, and the Arizona State Land Board says it's not really public land. So it's there. It's designed in the Constitution to pay for schools, to pay for prisons and all that stuff, and that's important land. But you can only legally access it one of two ways. One, you buy a state trust land recreation permit, and two, you buy a hunting license. You can be on state trust land in Arizona if you're illegally hunting. No problem. There's a lot of people that aren't using these lands legally, and the state is then not managing it for a profit when people are on it illegally. we got to pay for people to get right citations and all that stuff. So that's one way that we would sell off the lands. Sure, we get a small profit, but then that land is no longer available for anyone to use. This is the argument for public lands. It's what allows people like me to find places to hunt. Arizona has vast, vast areas of public land, and it's fantastic. I don't want to have to go searching for the the small parcels of private land and then going for ownership 
and meeting the owner and talking to them to get permission to hunt on there with everyone else. It's just not as feasible in such a big state. In smaller states, it's not so bad when there's more game populations. Deer at record numbers back east. Here, they're doing okay, but we certainly aren't at historic levels of anything. So that's the importance of this public land. We want to keep it so we can all benefit from it, even if you don't hunt. If you ride mountain bikes, you hike, you camp, fishing, of course. Um, bird watching. I was out National Forest Land walking along, and I saw these gray tree squirrels. And all I did was sit and watch them. I didn't do anything else. I wasn't hunting. I was just watching. And it was fascinating. Take time to be out in nature, and you'll appreciate the federal public lands even more. Hope you enjoyed episode two. I'm going to work on getting episode three out here in a couple of weeks, and hopefully by then I can come back from a fishing trip or two with my daughter. So look me up. I'm on Facebook, Adventures with an Adult Onset Hunter. Twitter, at Adult Onset Hunter. Instagram, at Adult Onset Hunter. My blog is uh, wordpress.adultonsethunter.com and you can shoot me an email at adultonsethunter at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks.